This is Pete Moore here on Halo Talks on location, Las Vegas, Gold's Gym International 2018 Global Convention, the Gold's Gym Way, sponsored by ABC Financial, one of the largest billing companies in the health and fitness industry. I have the pleasure of having a good friend of mine, Craig Sherwood, on. He is the SVP of franchising and licensing for Gold's Gym International. Craig, welcome to Halo Talks. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. So what we're going to learn today is a little bit about why you franchise a brand and why you don't go alone. Some of the do's and don'ts of, of franchising uh, domestically and internationally. Some of the support that you're going to get uh, if you partner up with Golds. Um, how the evolution of technology has really embraced uh, this industry and, and vice versa. And some of the things that um, you can expect going forward. Um, there are a number of uh, people in our audience here who have set up their own brands, might be thinking about you know, maybe I should convert and be part of a larger network, um, you know, safety in numbers. And also, um, I typically use this term, experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. So a franchisor really learns from the experiences and tests that they do. Um, and then they can roll that out to to their franchisees to make sure that they're successful. So Craig, just for our listeners, why don't you start off and just give us your background. You've got a unique background of you know, having a law degree and also, um, you know, a lot of restaurant experience. So um, why don't you just start off with your background? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so um, was an Army officer coming out of college and, and um, after a, a four-year stint there, decided to go into the restaurant business. Uh, started with Taco Bell, uh, Yum Brands, or at the time the Pepsi Restaurant Group, and uh, got a lot of operational experience on the, the quick service side and, and saw it from the ground up and then uh, got involved in franchising on, uh, at the Taco Bell side. So you know, had the opportunity to see the, 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 the day-to-day operations on how to actually run these businesses and then assist franchisees in doing the same. So um, it helped. There was a lot of credibility there. And so um, uh, worked for Taco Bell for about eight years and then uh, went back to school and went to law school and got a degree and, and uh, started to practice a little bit and hated that and, <laughs> and uh, came, back into, uh, came back into the business. So uh, been on the, uh, the franchising side almost my entire career been with uh, just most recently Sonic Drive-In before I started with uh, with Gold's Gym. So you y- you come into it with um, you know an understanding of of franchise businesses, how they should operate, and then the 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 level of support that needs to be there in order for a franchisee to be successful. And and you know it's it's brands you're 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 asking a franchisee to build your brand using their money. And so you, you really do need to be diligent about the support that you provide. Yeah. So, um, so starting off with, with Yum Brands, obviously, you know, a billion dollar company with, you know, international operations and, and large master franchisees around the world. You know, when, when you think about the level of support that, that has been provided in the restaurant industry from, you know, from, uh, you know, the, the utensils all the way to the customer experience. And then you jump into the health club industry, which basically all these brands, Gold's World Powerhouse, they all started as signage companies, mm-hmm. basically just a licensing model, yeah. and then try to become a franchise. So maybe talk about you know what what you learned from the restaurant industry. What was the psychology of a franchisor there when you knew that like every meal that was delivered was basically a, a representation of your brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it's funny, we're, we're here at this convention, it's, the theme is the Goals Gym Way, and that's really what I think the QSRs do very well. Mm-hmm. They package up their franchise system so it's turnkey, um, they give tremendous levels of support, and then they market the heck out of the brand on a national mm-hmm. basis. So, 
you know, I think that's where we certainly aspire to be in at Goals Gym is to give that, you know, that comprehensive level of support from the time that they come in to, you know, to speak with you to learn more about the brand. And then when they finally do sign a franchise agreement, the, you know, the real estate support, design, construction, uh, the training, you know, particularly in, uh, in our business, not often you, you have people that understand the business really well. And there's a lot of complex pieces to it from, you know, personal training to sales. So you, you really need to, you really need to have a good sales or a, a you know, training process to get people on board and, uh, and then get them through their grand opening and, and on to, uh, you know, making a lot of money. So, so when you look at the restaurant industry and the QSR, labor is obviously like a port, an important part of delivering the meal. But in the health club industry, the member actually may have a much deeper connection with a personal trainer, with a group exercise instructor, you know, with the person at the front desk who remembers their name and says hello to them. So how does the Gold Gym Way train owners to get the right staff or train the staff you know, to actually operate in the Gold's Gym way when you've got people coming out of school and you've got to get them ramped up and actually, like, they are the brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how, do you, how do you think about that? And what, what, what gets delivered on the franchising side to identify those types of people, recruit them, make sure that they're trained properly, you know, with the new technology, obviously online learning and mm-hmm. Gold's Gym University and things like that? Yep. Yeah, I mean, our, our strategy is to, to uh, offer differentiated product by people, process, and programming, right? So people is the first pillar of that. You've got to have the right people. Um, and as you said, recruiting is, is the big key. Uh, getting the right people in who understand and, and will adopt your mission. Uh, and our mission is to help people achieve their potential through fitness. So when you have people that have some passion or some level of, of concern about what they're doing, they're generally going to do it a little bit better than, you know, if they're just being forced to do a job. So I think you start there um, and make sure you're selecting the right people. And then from there, you know, all of the touch points from a training standpoint, do they have the, the resources that they need from a Gold's Gym University? We have some other new online things that we're doing with our, our international guys uh, through um, a, a, a program called Compass, where we'll have uh, a digital platform for them to train in their language uh, with the same content that we have here. So that's, that's a continuing focus for us is to put more money into training because you know, when people are well-trained, they're gonna take care of members and, and have the, the customer service skills and the hospitality skills and they'll run a good business. All right, so from, from a franchising uh, support standpoint, you've got people in the field. You know, if I'm an owner and I am paying royalties, you know, what, what level of... Uh, what level of support do I get, and and you know how do you guys maintain quality control of what you want to see from a corporate level? Right. So we have a, a field team that that works very closely with all of our franchisees and the the franchise teams on the ground, right? So or the franchisees team. So from a high level, we're interacting with the owner, um, understanding the P and L and and the various touch points there, and then drilling down to the day to day operations, um, evaluating their service standards. We'll shop them. We'll, uh, you know, before our field team goes into a, a gym, they'll call up and they'll do, uh, you know, they'll, they'll make believe they're a, a, someone interested in membership. The mystery and, shopper and, comes and, around. Yeah. And, and how, how is that person treated? Are they, are they getting uh, the, the information they need? Are they welcomed in? 
do they even get a phone call back? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, a lot of times you find, you know, you, you send something in through, uh, through uh, uh, you know, online, through the web, and you don't get a response. Right. So, you know, time kills deals. If uh, sure. someone's out there looking for, uh, for membership, they're going to go somewhere if, if, you don't, if you don't call them back. So. Well, one, one of the things that, um, and, and I've been in the industry since 1999, there's always hemming and hawing going on about, oh, I'm paying golds or I'm paying some franchise or, you know, this percentage of my revenue and what am I getting for it? Mm-hmm. Um, can you just articulate for a minute how many people are in corporate? Because I, I've changed my view on like a royalty. You're basically renting my corporate overhead mm-hmm. for a very, very low dollar amount. Mm-hmm. And for your X percent of, you know, single digit percentage of your revenue, I've got X number of people waking up every day trying to make sure you're successful. Mm-hmm. And I'm spreading that overhead across 500, 600 franchisees. So can you just talk a little bit about, I don't know how many people actually look at like, what's the org chart of a franchisor mm-hmm. when they're getting, when they're making that purchase decision mm-hmm. and alignment. So maybe talk a little bit about the depth of of the team and so they understand what they're paying for. Sure. Well, I, I mean, at the very high level, you're paying for a brand that is recognized around the world, right? So there's value to that. Um, so, you know, drilling down a little bit further, then, you know, the team that supports it from operations to finance to marketing. Uh, you know, the good thing about Goals Gym is we have 146 company gyms, so we have skin in the game. So it's not like the things that we we put out there for other franchisees to do, we haven't tried or uh, it's not good for the whole system. So, um, you know, we, we've got a vested interest as well and to make sure that, uh, that franchisees are gonna be successful. So you talk about um, th- that Golds represents achieve your potential through fitness. Obviously, there are a number of other fast-growing franchisors in the sector, and they've really picked their spots. Um, you know, Planet Fitness, obviously, very low labor, almost like, you know, what I, not in a bad way, but I would say, like, they're kind of the laundromat of the fitness industry. There's a lot of machines, a lot of equipment, very low labor, mm-hmm. not much of a relationship uh, with the member. Mm-hmm. Then you've got a, an Equinox or a Lifetime at the high end that's basically trying to play a revenue per member, a revenue per family type of game and put like a multi-sport, you know, any amenity that you could think of underneath, you know, this 100,000 square foot box. And you've got Gold's in a a really interesting position right now with probably the most recognized brand in the world. Um, You've got a business model that's not low cost, high volume, but you're basically trying to say, look, this is a return on relationships. This is a return on results. It's almost like the metric Mm -hmm. that you're playing. So how do you position it when you start to get potential franchisees in that and say look if you want this you know then then do that if you want if you want to be a high-end provider then do that if you want to like actually deliver results at a price that's affordable underneath the best brand that we're basically allowing you to use how do you help someone make that purchase decision because not everyone who walks in you know is is somebody you want to take Mm -hmm. as a franchisee so how how do you think about that yeah, I guess at a high level, we're screening people and vetting people to make sure they have the business acumen, right? Um, money is great, and, and we have people that come to us with money, but that doesn't mean they're, they're the right candidate, right? So they've got to understand this, this industry to some degree and certainly have a passion for, for what goes on here. And, and it, it's deeper than just a, a business. I mean, we, in, we impact people's lives, and, and that's where I think you know, where we play is that that mid-level where from a, from a membership pricing standpoint, we're not going to be at the high end, we're not going to be at the low end, but we're also going to be very unapologetic in that middle. 
for what we provide. It's a full amenity gym. Uh, we have personal trainers that are among the best in the world. If people want to see results, whatever result that is, whether you want to lose weight, gain muscle, uh, just overall be healthy, we have people that will, will deliver that. So I think that's where we're, we're trying to find franchisees that share that vision um, and want to run that play. Got it. So um, some of the, uh, the, the priority territories that you're looking to find the right partner in, can you, you want to articulate, you know, or if there's a short list of, you know, here's where we see opportunity, here's uh, X number of states, or here's certain countries that we really think uh, warrant a large Gold's Gym expansion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, domestically, uh, the Southeast is, is a, a huge area of opportunity for us. We do very well there. Uh, so Atlanta and you know, various locations in Florida, uh, the Carolinas also very strong, um, and then the heartland. I mean, we're we're we have no presence in Minnesota. Minnesota is a great state, a lot of healthy people there. They want to they want to live a healthy lifestyle. We fit very well into that. So uh, wherever that we're not, we're going to get. And uh, you know, internationally, uh, we're days away from uh, signing an agreement in Turkey. So that'll be a great uh, great ad. We have a gentleman out here at our convention today from Iraq. He's flown in to be with us to, to learn more about Gold's Gym. And then, of course, China, which is the, you know, the big nut that everyone wants to crack. And sure. uh, a lot of people there and a lot of opportunity. So uh, internationally, we're in you know, 28 countries right now. And um, you know, probably by the end of the year, we'll be in 31, 32. So uh, we'll continue to make the march upward. So from a standpoint of... Um health club operators that, that are not affiliated with a brand that we're, we interact with, there typically is a concern that they're falling behind on social media, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook. What's their digital offering? Should they white label You know, the next video person that wants to do live classes? They want to do some kind of Spotify, you know, with their brand on it. And they're, they're making all these decisions mostly based on cost mm-hmm. and mostly based on yep. like time to market where I can like do something quick, but it's not very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not been vetted like in an RFP type of process. So can you spend some time talking about most of the leads are coming through the internet right now. That's not something that's going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be more prevalent yep. in the mobile and talk about some of the investments that Gold's corporate, Gold's franchisees, Gold's ad fund, like all those things are, are focused on now in order to make sure that each individual franchisee does not need to allocate that kind of capital investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a big, a big push for us is uh, our online capabilities and join online, making it easier to get people to, to, for, for them to give us their money. Um, and become a member. So we've we've got uh, you know a website w- that is visited by almost two million people a month. Um, so there's a lot of great opportunity for us to advertise to them. And these are folks that you know may or may not be our members, mm-hmm. uh, but we can build brand equity by by what we do uh, and what we show them there. And then uh, you know for the folks that do decide, look, I'm interested. I want to find out some more and, and put down their name on the website. We have a uh, a call center that handles all of the calls that come in for our um, uh, for our locations the standard is we call them back in 10 minutes is with franchise we're rolling this out to franchise right now we have it with all of our company gyms and so the the conversions that we have found once we've done this uh, mm-hmm. this call center we're, we're closing four times as many uh, leads as we had previously so it, it works it pays for itself we know that and we're going to expand that to our franchise base uh, here in the United States. So what, one question um, 
that I find intriguing related to the Gold's Gym brand, and I, I was part of the, the private equity firm. I was a very junior guy uh, at the private equity firm in 99, and when we originally did the Gold's deal, we, we shaved basically 40 or 50 pounds off of the, the, the Oscar the, the the icon yeah our Joe um, our Joe yeah and um, and we put him as a silhouette in order to not show like mm-hmm. okay this is like a bodybuilding gym right. what's happened over the last several years I feel like with the boot camps that have come out with the high intensity training people are you know focused on strength training focus on building more muscle mass you know obviously from as the population gets older and people, you know, trip and fall, you know, if you're stronger, you're probably not going to get hurt. You know, if not, you're probably going to be in, have a hip replacement or whatever. Um, how do you feel? And maybe that was one of the decision points on your end to actually come join the brand. But how do you, I feel like the brand is actually like smack in the middle of where the trend is in the market where 15 years ago it might've been, you know, too hardcore. But now I feel like the whole fitness industry is like, much more about like build your body, yeah, you know, and not like slim it down, yeah. So and, how, how did that? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, and, and that's exactly our our mission is to help people achieve their potential through fitness. And and you know, in the old days, it was you know bodybuilding, um, and that's not what we are today. Now we have bodybuilders, and and people want to do that. Look, we're we're the only chain out there that has 150 pound dumbbell standard in their uh, their equipment package, so you can lift heavy. We've got that. Uh, but we also have Goals Studio, which is our boutique line of offering. So we have Goals Fit, which is a, you know, a, a CrossFit style program. We've got Goals Burn, which is a treadmill-based high-intensity training, and then and then Cycle, Goal Cycle. So we offer the boutique. So basically, it's a gym within a gym. So you know, we know that you know a, a pretty significant portion of people who have Soul Cycle and Flywheel and and CrossFit membership, they also have a gym membership. Or we can offer that for everybody inside our box. There's no need for them to go anyplace else. Yeah. No, I saw an interesting stat. Actually, it was 42% of the people that belong to an Orange Theory also have a, have a, a gym membership. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, I'm sure, are Golds. Um, I'm sure they are. Yeah. Um, not in a bad way, in a good way, right? <laughs> and now it's like Golds, you know, right. at the trade show at Ursa in 2018 in March, uh, a couple of people came on the show and they said, you know, look, the middle market's fighting back. Like, the, this is, we're not sitting still yeah. and letting people just go right. to these boutiques. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do you, and, and at the end of the day, people come to the club because there's daycare. There's no daycare at the studios. There's no, yep. there's limited parking. Um, there's limited showers. Mm-hmm. So they get, people get anxiety because they want to get out of the class before anybody else and don't Rush finish the class because they got to get a shower. Yep. It's, there's two. So, you know, when, when you talk to potential franchisees and they say, hey, I'm considering doing this boutique concept or I'm, I'm considering doing this, you know, what, what's like to you, what's like the, like in five years, if you fast forward and you say to someone, look, this is what the market's going to look like in five years. Mm-hmm. So if you make this decision today, you're going to be well positioned. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what's the, without breaking any FDD, you know, right. or item 19 rules, mm-hmm. you know, like what's the, to tell me like what's the, the, the end of the story for a franchisee to say, okay, look, you know, at the back end of this, this is where you're going to be. Yeah. You're going to be happy. Yeah. I mean, I think we're, you know, we're offering that middle, that middle market amenity that is pretty comprehensive uh, and flexible. So, you know, as we look at these studio offerings, who knows if Orange Theory is going to be alive and well two, three years from now, you know, we're starting to see some, some decline in some of the boutiques and in the number of folks that show up for these classes. So we want to be flexible, which is what we've got in our box. So, you know, with Goal Studio, uh, we can add concepts. We can take them out. 
and be and, and be on trend with what's going on at the time. So that's where we're looking to in the future. We want to have that that ability to be nimble and mm-hmm. change concepts um, and and continue to be relevant uh, with whatever's going on at the time. Yeah, and then from from a sales and marketing standpoint. Um, I think a lot of people that got into the fitness boutique sector thought that the door would just swing open, mm-hmm. you know, and that the three to 500 members would just show up because you're in town and you got a good instructor mm-hmm. and you got some new mm-hmm. audio equipment and it's, you know, cool and trendy um, on a paper class. And what we're seeing is that a lot of those groups are coming back and saying, well, I only have X number of leads a month. Mm-hmm. So just talk about for a moment, if you will, the Gold's Gym culture mm-hmm. and saying, you know, and understanding that, you know, we've got a box, we've got all these great amenities and we wake up every day and we're trying to make sure that everybody knows about it. And the people that leave, we think they're going to come back mm-hmm. and we're going to be out there and there it's an aggressive, not aggressive in a bad term, but you know, we know that people feel better when they, when they're fit. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's make sure we get that out there and talk a little bit about the pre-sale and like making sure you open with, you know, the right amount of people in a club, mm-hmm. if you can. Yeah, I mean, it, it all comes down to marketing, right? I mean, we, we have significant part of our budget uh, dedicated to marketing because you've got to drive leads, you've got to drive awareness. You know, people have, some people still have a perception that Gold's Gym is a certain way and it's a bodybuilding gym. And so we have to educate people on what this new Gold's Gym experience is. Uh, and we do that in all of the different social media, in the you know, search engine optimization, all of these things. And that's, you know, that's the benefit of, of a big franchise brand, that you're, you're buying into that expertise. We have 146 company gyms. We're doing it for us. So we're, you know, we're doing it for everybody. So we're, we all have a vested interest in it. So that's important to drive that, that knowledge. Um, and then you know, bring, bring those leads in and, and convert them to uh, you know, seats in, uh, in the GGX class or in the, on the bikes and, or you know, fill up your cardio room. So uh, we're going to continue to do that. And, and um, you know, we, think, uh, we think the future is bright in, in, in this particular industry. Great. Uh, anything else you want, to, uh, you, you want to tell our listeners? I think they've got a good uh, indoctrination into understanding what you get and what the, the, the new Gold's Gym way is. And uh, I think it's, it's exciting. Seems like you got people from around the world at this uh, convention, and uh, it's going to be a fun couple days. Yeah, no, this is it's a great opportunity. We get uh, once a year to bring all of our franchisees together, and this year we have our company operators here with us as well. So we have well over 800 people, and uh, the ability to, to learn and to, uh, to network uh, with people all over the world, find out what they're doing, and then how you can implement it in your gym. So. Uh, we're we're going to be a, as we are. We, we're going to be a better brand as we come out of this convention, as as, as this happens every year. So we're excited. Great. Well, uh, we're uh, we're grateful to be here with you guys. Uh, wish you continued success and hope to be uh, a part of it in as many ways as possible. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right.